0: are about to hear a life-changing message preached at the Kodesh Family Church in Memphis by the Rev. Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In this Sunday's message, Rev. Lindsay continues on the topic of frugality. He goes over two more principles, including timely valuation and gathering up the crumbs. In the story of John 6, Jesus feeds the multitude with five loaves of bread and two fish, and he tells his disciples to gather up the fragments that remain so that nothing be lost. Jesus did not let anything go to waste. So gather up the crumbs in your life so that nothing be wasted. Be faithful in what appears to be little in your life so you can be ruler over much. So listen into this powerful word and be blessed.
1: More. I want to be near you forever. Oh Lord, I am coming close to you. Lord, I'm coming closer close and closer, and closer to you. I'm trying to feel your breath. To you. hey, young, hey, yeah. mm-hmm. 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 I appreciate you, Jesus. just don't know how to say it oh i love you love you very much i'm so happy that i found you lord i wanna live my life with you Wanna sit right here by
2: Ministrations, powerful testimonies. Now it's time for the word. Hallelujah. God says, Jesus said in his word that the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. Amen. I hope you all came today expecting of a blessing, expected of a blessing. Hallelujah. The spirit is about to be preached to you. He is here. Life is about to be preached to you. Your life is here. Amen. And God has anointed a powerful mouthpiece. A powerful son. This is none other than our pastor, our father, our reverend. Please be on your feet. Hallelujah. For the word of God to be preached to you. Please welcome Woo! Reverend Kojo Orleans Lizzie. Wow,
3: put your hands together. Woo. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let me see your hands up. Those who know your name, those who know your name. Put oh their oh trust, in You, there is no other, there is no other, other faithful love. God, so
1: loving and true. Those who know, those who know Your name, Put oh their trust, their oh trust. Oh trust. Oh trust in You. Come alive, somebody for the Lord. There, there is, is no other faith faithful love. God, so loving and so true. Do it, do it. Do it. Oh how I love the name of Jesus. How I love, oh how I love this
3: name so sweet.
1: Can you jump? Oh how I love the name of Jesus. No other name for the love love. Oh how I love the name of Jesus. How oh, I love this name so sweet. How I love, how I love the name of Jesus.
3: No other name means more to me. Put your hands together for Jesus. Heavenly Father, we are here again before your throne. Your word says we are gathered unto Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the Amen. heavenly Jerusalem, yes. and we are in the company of an innumerable company of angels, wow. with the spirits of just men made yes. perfect, and yes. we are the ones whose names are registered in heaven. Father, give us a foretaste of heaven today—the wisdom of heaven, Amen. the anointing of heaven, Amen. the presence of God, yes, and the word, or and the power of the word of the King. Yes. Send forth your word and heal your children. Yes. Give us wisdom.
2: Please. Deliver
3: us from our destructive tendencies. Yes, Lord. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. Yes, you are welcome. And your anointing draw everyone that is on the road back here safe, and let your power manifest. That will linger on throughout the week and the weeks that follow. Ah, as we come to the end of the year, Lord, prepare package. Ah, for a fresh Amen. start for that. the year 2022. And yes, bless Lord. us with your direction. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. Give somebody a nice smile. A nice smile. Amen. You may be seated Amen. in the presence of the Lord. You wow. don't never come to the church with a dim light. Yes. That's some. I mean, we need some bright lights.
4: Yes. Your smile
3: is a bright light. light Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah, the Bible says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You know, one of the good works that you can let something on the inside is working on the the outside. Oh, what a change in In my my life. So you have to now, let something inside reflect. One of the greatest works is your smile. Uh, you know, do you realize that one of the blessings of the, the Lord gave through the passage that the countenance, let your countenance shine upon your people? Uh, All right. Now, if that blessing is what you want, show it. Whatsoever a man soweth, that oh, shall he also reap. Yes. May every smile that you smile to a church member make 10 angels smile at you in Jesus' name. And I receive it. Hallelujah. So, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this smile I'm talking about, the Bible says, the joy of the Lord is your strength.
2: Amen.
3: You see, I saw a scripture in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 1. It says, My dear brothers and sisters, my dearly beloved brothers and sisters, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 1. And it says, that I love you and I long to see you, my dear friends. And he said, because, and he told them, because you are my joy and the reward or the crown of the work that I do in the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, let me explain that what that means to you. That as you are working here, the Lord is giving you a crown. The Lord is giving you a reward. And that reward is the people around you. And he says, enjoy them. Because He has rewarded you with it. If God gave you a car for Christmas, wouldn't you enjoy it?
2: Yes, I would.
3: When God gives you a baby, don't we have baby dedications?: Yes Yeah. So when God has given you brothers and sisters, says, "My dearly beloved brothers and sisters, He said, "Remain steadfast in the Lord." And He said, "I love you and I long to see you, because you are my dear friends." So no, if you've come here. It must show that you love the people of God and you actually are happy to see them. You see, I'm not showing you the scripture today, so you are all. The scripture is in your Bible. Look yes. in your Bible. Yes. Look in your Bible. Clap for the Lord I love Jesus. It. Amen. I told them they should turn these ones off and I am going to read from here. Yeah, look in your Bible. Because I have prepared everything from the Bible and, um, you know, you, you want to just. Look in your screen. I have gone into the Bible. You go into the Bible with me. Yes. The Hallelujah. Listen, believe me, it's going to help you. Amen. Yes. The Bible is not, the power of the Bible is not in what you put under your pillow. It's in reading it. The Bible calls it the engrafted word yes. of God. Yes. You know, you know, engrafted means that you actually put it in and engrafted, to make it a graft. A skin graft is skinned up, taken from somewhere, and applied to one place. So you take the Bible from there and apply it to yourself. You read it and apply it to your heart. Let the Word be engrafted. Hallelujah. There's a very, very important thing, and the Bible talks about the fact that the Word became flesh and dwelt, John 1.14, and dwelt among men, and we beheld His glory in a way that only Jesus Christ could have done it. That means that when you read the word yourself there must be your bible must feel your markings wow. even if it is digital you must see a scripture i say wow and you highlight, highlight it that's how we started i highlighted in fact i highlighted my bible so much that when a scripture occurs to me i remember one scripture 1 corinthians 15 58 when i'm opening my bible which is only one i knew it was on the left upper corner of the bible yes Yes, I knew where it was, and I knew it was yellow. Some of them were pink. Yes, and it taught me to be steadfast. So you see, that must be, you must be able to recognize the word when you want it. And if it ministers to you, you must mark it. You must highlight it. I mean, if you have a Bible that is not marked, it's not your Bible. Yeah, if it's my book, I should be able to write in it. That's it. See, uh-huh. this is how the Bible should look. You see, highlightings. Yellow there, green there, black and there, white there. Clap for yourself. Amen. If you don't know how to highlight it, it's a problem. So now we're going to bring our Bibles to church. And God is going to be really, really happy with that. And if that makes you unhappy, then you are not a Christian. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hallelujah. So it's very important. Today we want to continue. What were we talking about last week? I've received a lot of, um, you know, a lot of, oh, this was very important. We talked about frugality, remember? Uh, Frugality. Frugality. And I've received a lot of, uh, what do I say, comments and things like that. You know, some spouses, some parents, some children. Ah, what did you do last time? My spouse says this. My son is this. My daughter is this. My father is saying this. What is it? You know, we talked about valuation. Remember, how to value what God gives you. How to value what God gives you. You see, the principle of valuation. Frugality, we learned that frugality is the uh, wise and meaningful and, and uh, use of re- resources. Wise and, and, and calculated you, 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 you understanding of what your resources are and using them to the best of your, advan- your advantage, to the best of your ability to get the greatest profit from it. You know, everybody here, you have resources. Your body is a resource. Your skin color is a resource. I mean, your eyes are a resource. Your smile is a resource. Your money is a resource. Your relationships are a resource. Your church is a resource. Yeah. you know what resource means to replenish your source? Clap for the Lord Jesus. A resource. That's what a resource is. It means anytime you are a resourceful person, it means that when people come to you, they can replenish what they have lost. Do you get the point? So if you have a resource, God is saying that what he has given to you for is so that you will never lack that thing. That thing will be of, of use to you, will be meaningful to you. Will be a resource replenishment of the source that means that if i drink water in my house the resource for water is the tap is a faucet you get the point if i finish eating do you have another resource for feeding me my refrigerator is a store right or to replenish the thing right. okay so when god gives you you know something the thing is not supposed to be just a one-time thing is supposed to benefit you over and over and over and over and Amen. over and Amen. over and over again.
2: Amen.
3: Yeah. That Amen. the people that are not frugal, I mean, when they give you a salary, it's not supposed to be just money that you finish and it's over. That money shop should be able to generate money. Otherwise, it's not a resource, it's just food. You get the point it should be able to replenish itself. Yeah. If you have a friend, you should be able to maintain the friend such that the friend has a desire to provide for you what he's always provided. Yeah. Some some of us, you know, you don't treat your mother with uh, 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 that mind. So your mother is today happy with you. Tomorrow, doesn't want to talk to you because you have not learned to utilize it to the best of your of your advantage some of us the church is supposed to be a blessing for you over and over yeah some of us even god has not has ceased becoming a resource we don't connect anymore we lost our relationship the bible is supposed to be a resource of wisdom
2: oh. okay
3: it's not just a one time Sunday morning oh. pastor's time. That's when the Bible makes an appearance. Then it's not a resource. A resource person is somebody that you connect to and she replenishes and sustains the source. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. So we learned that it's important to understand frugality. The, the reason why many people are. Sometimes they have a problem with finances. Often it's not because of the income, but it's because of the management to make it a resource and to keep replenishing itself. Yeah, I mean they give you money now, but it's finished. It's no longer there. You have not been able to manage it to the best of your ability for it to replenish in the stores. And so that's what we are learning. And then we said these things come with principles. The first principle is the principle of word valuation not evaluation not evaluation valuation starts with v not e evaluation is different from valuation principle of valuation that means you must value for something to be important you must value it if you don't value your car and you just drive it in very soon it's not going to be a resource anymore it's going to just you know you're just going to crush it that's not a frugal way of doing things if you don't value your money You're just going to spend anyhow and very soon you will have nothing to become a source again money will not be there anymore if you don't value your spouse very soon you will abuse the spouse and you will not have a spouse anymore if you don't value your church very soon you will have a problem you will see it in a certain negative way by the time you realize you don't belong to the church the church is not yours anymore wow if i don't value the church members by the time I realize they are not my touch anymore. You get my point. So yes. you need to value your friend. The Bible says in, in Proverbs chapter 18, I believe verse 24 or 21, 24. You see that he that hath friends must show himself friendly. Okay. But there is a friend that's this closer than a brother. What does that mean? If you have a friend, you must learn to show yourself friendly to replenish it such that the friend will continue to be a friend. Yeah. Recently, yesterday, I was talking to one of my church members. And I, the church member was telling me, I don't have friends. But are you friendly yourself? Yeah. If you value your friends, you will put value on the relationship to call, to replenish, to send text, to compliment, to give gifts. You will actually maintain it such that the value will stay, be sustained. So last week, we learned about the principle of valuation, that you need to value the things that you have. And we learned that valuing it takes a, a certain, um, you know, um, uh, you need to understand how to value. The first way to value what you have is what? To put value numbers, value numbers on. Like you have a fr- your, your classmate here, and you have your mother here. Who is more important? You have to be able to assess, be wise, that this man, this woman is my only, the only one that I have. Friend, I have, can have a thousand, so he's more valuable than the one that is multitude. Yeah, yeah, it's the truth. You have to put value numbers on them, and we learned how to put value numbers. And one of the things we also said, you know, like for example, we said that in the, in the case of um, Jacob and Esau. He saw, sold his birthright for porridge. How can you equate porridge to birthright? And then when the birthright was gone and they gave it to Jacob because he sold it, God is also not a fool. And now they gave your, the, now you can they gave the blessing that comes from the birthright to Jacob and you start crying. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fool! 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 Oh. Too late. And Bible says he cried, but it was too late. Wow! Yeah. You see, he realized too late that courage is eating and it becomes poo-poo. But Beth's right gives you a blessing for life. How can they be together? You must put value on things.
2: Amen. Yeah.
3: How can you say you have been taken to school, you're going to school, and a friend invites you that you should go to Orlando for Disney for one week? And you put your exams week away, and you go for that. Are you correct? You haven't put value. So the next thing we said was, how do you assess? You have to now also be able to see. If this is not there, how do you value? If this is not there, what would my life be without it? What would my life be without it? That's how you assess value. Yeah. What would my life be without it? If my parents were not there, would I, I have I survived? survived? What would my life be
4: if I had I have not been fed all, all this while? And,
3: and now, now that, that you have grown, you stand and you fight. fight. You, don't you don't seem see to understand where your family is coming from. from. Yeah. You know, at a point, El you remember that. Like, I mean, they yeah. don't have a child. Why don't I? Yeah. They, yeah. better than yeah. ten sons. Yeah. But that was a, a very bad judgment. You see, because a husband is not the same as children. Women, their sons are better than bigger than their husband. Do you know that? They don't so say, they but they value their houses. Women value their husbands more than their their children more than their right. general. At least when my came, all my kisses were there. By the grace of God, when they became teenagers, they didn't want any kisses from my wife. My wife gets them from the bus and wants to kiss them, mm-hmm. Then I swear I so Oh, I'm still here. I'm still here. Clap for them. You can bring the kisses back. I got them back and I kept them. Now I have them in the bank. So, what would my life be without them? And then the third way to value something is look at others who don't have what, the same thing that you have. Yeah, look at others. Yeah, you are married, and every time you are complaining, you have a mother, and every time you are complaining about your mother, there are people who don't have mothers. You have a church, every time you're complaining, there are people who don't go to church, look at their lives. Yeah, like America, the way we complain about the police, because they made a mistake, yes, it is wrong to kill, But because of that, they said defend the police, remove the police. Look at America without the police. You will see the value. Yeah, look at, even you, you are driving. If it wasn't the police, you get an accident because of your speed. But when you see, then Christmas time you cool down because you could have died before Christmas, God forbid. Yeah, take them out and see. And look at others where it doesn't happen. You get the point. Important. And then we said, how do you know you also have to the day you leave that thing you are complaining about another person will take it you don't value your job you leave it that place that your position will be replaced somebody will come Mm -hmm. somebody will come so that's how you value if i leave this for somebody and you see by the hand yeah is it true some of you the way you treat your parents the way people cherish them, you may not have an idea. Mm. Then the next thing is actively and regularly thank God for what you have. You. Yeah, be grateful. Anything that you are grateful for, it appreciates. Jesus Christ, when he had the food, I mean the two loaves, two, five loaves and two fishes, Philip said, What is this? What is this? We have 5,000 where you are bringing. Oh, Jesus, what's your problem? But Jesus took it and gave thanks and the thing appreciated. Um, Love for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. He valued it. Every time I go to work, I thank God. Look, I thank God for you twice a week one on Tuesday, one on Saturday. Every member. Because you're valuable. Then I can see your value. It's true. And when I go to work, I thank God for my. I thank God for my. I name my children one by one. Thank God for each of them. Thank God for my employer. So every morning I realize, hey, this is important. This is important. Thank God for your church. Thank God for your pastor. Thank God for your parents. Thank God for your children. Oh, children oh, also. Children. Children. Children oh, parents, parents children. Many of you have, never seen, have you never seen them. your child, I have a child before. Child. I hug your I children have more than you your children. Thank God for the see I have... I'm enjoying your
4: children. I hug them.
3: Why? Why not? You see, this morning I came, all the kids came. Yeah, you do you see it? If you didn't see all the kids came. I hope you wanted to fall down and so that they follow me. All the kids, yeah, it's like Father Christmas. I mean, Santa Claus has come. It was such a nice thing. Thank God for them, these
4: babies. Number six, actively and regularly thank the people that are around. Thank them for who they are. Thank them.
3: Last, when I finished, at least one person sent me a text. Thank you, pastor, for being my pastor. It's like you see this preaching and you just walk away. You don't even apply it. I was expecting that when you go home, you would see everybody, you see, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being you. Thank you for being you. Thank you including your children, including the thing. You don't do it. You are just here to listen to the message. Ah, it was a nice message, but useless to you. How can it bless you? How can things become valuable again? And finally, you
4: give gifts to the people that you
3: value. Yeah, You celebrate them. Celebrate them. You know, sometimes... You give, give gifts for the things that you have. Even the clothes, the way you manage your clothes shows that you value it. The way you manage your car, you clean it. Some people can see they are putting in polish. With the sign you value it. It may, it may not be a human being to give a gift. But even the kind of gas you put in, it shows the value you have. Yeah, it's true. Some of us, I mean, I gave my car, which had comprehensive insurance, I gave it as a gift to somebody who was married. The person actually put liability only. And I looked and I said, This car is valued. It's like if this car has
4: an accident, I don't care losing it. I called the person I said, Come here. This was very valuable. I mentioned their prior. And I said, Go immediately and make it comprehensive.
3: And come and tell me. She did. Within one month of doing that, the car drove into some DS and was totaled. He called me thanking me. He oh. said, I only paid, the difference was $50. He said, for this $50, I now have a new car. Yeah. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Yeah. The way you treat your things, the way you treat your Bible shows the value you put on your Bible. The way you treat your Bible, the way it's collected dust, it shows that you don't value it. True, collected dust. Now, your Bible is even thrown on the floor in your house. You don't value it just the way the same way that the way you talk to somebody shows whether you value the people or not, whether you respect and honor them. Well, I don't want to belabor this point. Last week, the message is there. Um, Today, we want to go to the principle of timely valuation. I'm talking about how. You can benefit from the little resources God has given you. Anything that is given you, if you value it properly, it upgrades. So, today I'm talking about
4: timely value. It's not enough to value
3: things, but value it at the right time. It's very important because sometimes you value the thing, but it's too late. Yes, I know that you value education. But now you have got gray hair. You have lost many jobs. Now you're going to go to school. The timing is wrong. Yesterday, by the grace of God, I went to the funeral for um, our dear sister, Jackie Brown. For those who don't know, we lost her. She had seizures, seizures.
4: You know?
3: But while he was here. She sent, she wrote a text to me, her last text. She didn't even know she was about to die. Maybe I should read it to you. You see? And um, Sister Jackie wrote, please, I'll read it to you. You know, people were giving a lot of accolades and, oh, this is what it was like, this is what she was like. But I told the people that Jackie was a very
4: lonely person. I didn't visit her. You
3: didn't, you didn't appreciate her. And all these comments you're making would have been better appreciated if at her last birthday you came and spoke over there. Many, especially black people, we love funerals and dead bodies. We celebrate dead bodies. Let somebody die. You'll see the tributes you write. You'll see the compliments you'll give. You'll right. see the madness. People fly airplanes, One person, somebody died, and then they put a wreath. The wreath alone was given a seat in the plane, $1,500, because they didn't want to carry it down anywhere. He said, then the only way is that you have to pay for it. He said, no problem, I'll pay for this. $1,500 for one seat. It costs for a wreath. That's going to be put in the ground just to say honor. But when the person was alive, they never honored the person. My father-in-law recently died. And said, nobody should write a tribute. And two months ago, I had visited her, and I brought him a gift. I visited him and brought him a gift. And he told me, thank you. He said, "Tommy, me, Kojo, you've been doing this several times. And I appreciate it. When I die, you don't need to write a tribute. This is your tribute. Ow. While I'm alive, this is your tribute. And he told me, strong <laughs> warning, let's make sure that nobody writes a tribute when I die. Because they are all hypocrites when i'm here and they can't tell me thank you they can't appreciate me they can't tell me what i've done and things it's when i die my body is there that you want to come and say that that's you are valuing me at the wrong time wrong time you've lost the person already you've lost everything now you're coming to say he was very good he was a good uh, uh, uh shepherd. He shepherd was a good uh, 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 uh keyboard player he was really good uh, at doing this and at doing that Who's you oh my mother i remember i remember when i didn't have money what she did but while you were here you were always quarreling with her you always being
4: rude you want to wait for them
3: to die before you show how you appreciate them poor valuation and this is what i'm talking about wrong timing valuation but wrong timing Let me read a scripture to you in the book of Luke. In fact, let me change it to Mark. Mark chapter 14, from verse number 3 to 7. I want to read. This is about Jesus Christ. You Remember the woman who brought the alabaster Box of ointment. Romans, Mark chapter 14, verse 3. It says, And being in Bethany, in the house of Simon the leper, as Jesus sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, spike knot, very precious. Read your Bible. And she broke the box and poured it on Jesus' head. And there was there were some who had indignation, angry within themselves, saying, Why was this waste of ointment made? Why was he wasting? Jesus was alive, eh? And somebody was honoring Jesus by a very special, very costly ointment. But people were complaining, oh, it was a waste. Yeah. If the church decided to buy a car for Mercedes Benz for me, I'm sure some of you say, ah, there are people who are poor, look at what they have done. It's true. That's how people are. They don't value. But when somebody dies, they are willing to spend. Look at this. For it might, could have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given, given to the poor and they murmured against the woman's behavior now keep going and jesus said now listen to how jesus perceives value okay those of us who just throw people around the anyhow you want and you don't call people you don't check on them you don't relate with them you don't acknowledge them as if there's a stick standing there yeah watch this jesus said let her alone why are you troubling her? She has done what she... she has wrought a good work on me. For you have the poor with you always. And whomsoever you will, you may do whatever you can do. good to them anytime. But me, I am not always with you. He just knew he was going to die in a short time. She has done what she could. She has come aforehand to anoint my body for the burial. Then the verse 9. Verily, I say to you, wherever this gospel shall be preached throughout the whole world, this also that she has done, shall be spoken of for a memorial for her. God for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Yeah.
2: Hallelujah.
3: You remember that when Jesus Christ was taken from the tomb, there were certain ladies, Mary and people, who went there with spikenard and ointment. They were going to anoint the body of jesus christ properly because you know because of the roman soldiers they couldn't do it early so they were going to find the body and properly wrap and anoint when they went the body was not there that's what jesus was saying you see now you want to do it on my dead body over my dead body but this woman she came and when she did guys were coming. that's how it is many people value that thing when it is too late Let me read something. During the funeral of Ron Brown, the American Secretary of Commerce, who died in a plane crash, his son read his tribute, which was carried live on CNN. He said something which struck me. Bishop was writing here, as I'm underlining. The principle, this underlines the principle of timely valuation. I think he says something like this. Watch this. said, I have no feelings of regret. I have no tears. Yeah. I have said whatever I could have said. I have said all that I could have said to him. There is nothing that I have held back from saying. There's nothing I have to say now that I didn't say. I don't need a tribute. That's
4: Ron Brown's turn. I don't need a tribute. Yeah. I have
3: had the best of relationships with my father. On this day that he traveled, this day that when he was traveling on this plane, I kissed him goodbye on his lips. This was a son
4: who probably had little to regret after he lost his father in showing appreciation to his father. Little did he know that that would be the last time. When you see people, be nice. Regret does not validate your behavior be nice even if they are not going to die
3: just be in that habit principle of timely evaluation it's not only for human beings but it's also for opportunities that open up to you some of you you are young you've been taken to school you don't appreciate that what is being done for you you don't appreciate the education you are waiting most people finish college and they have no profession because they played and played and they were not good at school and when the time comes where they need their gpa the most they want to become that lawyer that doctor that engineer but they have poor GPAs, not because they are not intelligent but when it was time for them to value their education they were playing the buffoonery oh. One time, a professor, a professor was in his room trying to sleep, and kids were just disturbing it at his backyard. So he got up to go and scream at them to stop, for God's sake, so that I can sleep a little. Immediately, he opened his mouth. Then he had an argument between two little boys. And one was asking a question, and they were going back and forth. What was the question? They were asking education and money, which is more important. <laughs> One person. And then the others came education, money. The children, want, all the children, money, money, money. And one person says, education, money, 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 education, money, money, education. Then one of the smallest guys got up. And then the professor said, hmm, what is the answer to this question? He said, I don't know. <laughs> so he decided not to scream, but to listen to the end of the argument. Then one of the little boys came up and said, you all are wrong. It's not money, it's not education. It depends. And they asked, it depends on what? That it depends on the time. Oh, he said so when true. you are young, education is the most important thing. When you're old, money is important. Oh. Victoria, say amen. amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Yes. I right said, time. clap for the Lord, Ora, clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. The right time. The right time. Yes. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 3 yes. and verse 1. There is a season and a time for every purpose under the sun. Ecclesiastes chapter 3. There is a time for everything. There is a time for everything. Principle of timely valuation. Value education when you are young, but value money when you are old. Yeah. Value the Lord while you are young.
4: Yeah. Value things at the right time. Because it will go
3: away. Most people value the thing when it's gone. You don't value your job at the time you are working. But when you are fired, then suddenly you realize, wow, it wasn't bad. Or when you get, you, go, you leave the job, you resign and you bang the door. And then you are applying and you are having difficulty getting another job. Then you say, oh, it wasn't bad after all. It's called principle of timely valuation. I value my job. I pray to God and thank God every morning for it. Every morning for it. Timely valuation. While I'm on, most of you, you don't even appreciate your home. Even your drive to work, you don't. Timely valuation. Some of you, if I sat in your car from your home to your job, I can show you a lot of things on the road that you've never seen. Yeah, because the time you're going, you're not valuing the thing as you're going. It's only when, recently, I went back to New York. I've lived in New York for six years. When I went with my children, they were pointing so many things I didn't know. You know what we did? We went on a topless bus to now go and appreciate the New York that I should have appreciated 1990s and the early 2000s. But now I've left. Now I've realized, oh, New York is a nice place. I never thought it was a nice place. I was so, I I, I couldn't wait to leave New York. I couldn't wait. To leave me new- oh there's too much traffic oh there's too much this oh there's too much talking oh this is too expensive all those things were the things that were on my mind i never appreciated new york until i left and came. now i have to go back and sit on a topless bus for them to show me my own house where i lived some of you i can assure you if somebody comes here take me through memphis you wouldn't know where to go oh. you i thought you would put your hands together because i brought you a revelation Timely valuation. Timely valuation. Meanwhile, people travel only. I work in Indiana. When I say Memphis, oh Memphis, wow! I've heard about every Presley, FedEx. I've heard about this says. I've heard they know everything from the books. And look at that, they can't wait to come here.
4: Timely valuation. Timely valuation. Baspro, all those things. You haven't been there.
3: You just know it by name. I've never gone for a game in a FedEx forum before. Go for one. You've not gone to Grace Land. You think, you see, when I said you think it's Grace who lives on that land, it's not Grace. Davis Presley, who lived there. Okay, so it's very important. So, how do you do timely evaluation? Number one, enjoy and appreciate the value of what you have now enjoy it now and appreciate it now I appreciate your church appreciate your school appreciate the, your neighbors appreciate even the food we're eating appreciate it appreciate your clothes yeah one time my wife was standing there and we had had a little disagreement somebody said wow, your life is, your wife is really beautiful and i took a second look i said my goodness she's gorgeous why am i quarreling over such a beautiful thing immediately i went and i said darling i'm sorry immediately all the argument went away and i started appreciating her body her skin her eyes i ah, i couldn't kiss i can't kiss you but i would have, and i started kissing her Right, like then then then, 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 come, come, continue what I did, and then finally, I, I, I put and I just hugged her and I kissed her. Ah, <laughs> clap for the Lord Jesus. That's a husband, in case you are watching. And uh, pastor is promoting kissing each other. No, it's a husband that just came. Amen. Is he? So appreciate our uh, proper. Evaluation in time. You know, that's what happened to um, Esau. He didn't appreciate his birthright at the right time. It was too late. At the time he valued it, it was too late. Some of you don't even know the value of the messages I'm preaching. One person left the church and went to another church and said, Pastor, it's not the same. I'm coming back. Wow. Yeah. Pastor went to sit somewhere in another church and said, no, it's not the same. Do you remember? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. So it's very important.
4: Okay. So it's very, 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 very important. Number two work while you can
3: because it's not always you can work. Appreciate. When you are young and you get a new job, work hard. Take two jobs. Do the most difficult things. You are young, study, that's when to work hard. Appreciate what you have in energy and strength when you are young, because your strength doesn't stay forever. Timely valuation of your strength, of your youthfulness. Don't let them despise your youth. I've taught the young people, you are important. I've told them that many young people think that life has not started. I tell you, I told them one time that I am earning dollars, you are earning grades your grades show how successful you are put some hard work in that job that in that studying to become somebody useful jesus christ told the people in the book of john chapter 9 verse 4 i must work the work of him that sent me while it is still day for the night cometh when no man can work yeah i'm young one time, I told Bishop, I want to just work 50%, half, and then relax half. Bishop looked at me and said, look at you, you're a young man. You want to retire already. Come on, go and work. He said, this is my time. That there's going to come a time for that, but it's not the time yet.
4: Yeah. So many
3: young people, little, they want to watch a movie. They want pleasure. They want to relax. They want to go and sleep. Man, why did you wake me up too early? Why am I supposed to wake up and pray? Really? This is the time to do it. Yeah. 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 Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1. Ecclesiastes chapter 12 and verse 1. Yeah. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 1, Remember your Creator in the days of your youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw near, when you shall see, I have no pleasure in them. While the sun or the light or the moon or the stars don't get darkened, nor the clouds return after it. You know, what they are saying is that your eyes will grow dim. Things will age. Listen, you have to be a, a principle of valuation in time. One time I went on a cruise with my
4: wife. It was I didn't know it was was in Puerto Rico or one
3: of those places. When we went, we were on the cruise ship. And we're going, and we're going, everything. We're seeing, taking pictures. And then we made friends with these old folks. They were maybe between 70 and 80, 75 and 80. And they were also enjoying, and they sat down. And then we chatted a little. By the time I arrived, they were asleep. I mean, what the most beautiful things. They told us about all the beautiful things that they came to look. So we were on the lookout for them. And then we'll wake them up. They'll wake. And then when they'll sleep again, wake up. Then at the end of the day, they looked. They shook their head. They said, don't wake me up again. I said, why? And then he said, you guys are doing the right thing. You are young. That's when to have fun. See, we we waited till our life is almost over. And now we are coming for these things. See, we can't even stay awake. We're tired. We are old. We are practicing dying now. A little sleepy, a little. That's what they said. And then he said, you are doing the thing at the right time. Ladies and gentlemen, most of you parents, you keep adding things for your children is good. Learn to enjoy yourself as well. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Learn to buy some nice things for yourself. These children you are doing for, they may not even appreciate it. Yeah. And so many of them will become richer than you anyway. God will take care of I don't say be very. You don't mind anything, but while you are saving up for them, and building for them, enjoy some. Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse nineteen, and six, verse two. I want to read to you. Principle of timely valuation. Ecclesiastes chapter five, verse nineteen. Every man to whom God has given riches, and you say you are not rich. Go and see how many people, many places. Even their monthly, um, whatever, is $100. A man to whom God
4: has given riches and wealth. Where is Devonia? A lot of people have traveled. Prince too. A man to
3: whom God has given riches and wealth and given him the power to eat thereof and to take his portion and to rejoice in his labor. labor. It is the gift of God. It's a gift. Let me tell you the opposite. Ecclesiastes chapter 6 verse 2. The opposite is an evil disease. It says, And the man to whom God has given these same riches and wealth and honor, the same thing, that he does not even want anything for his own soul that he desires. He can get anything. Yet, God gives him not the power to eat thereof and to take his portion, but a stranger eats it. This is vanity and it's an evil disease.
4: Yeah. Number three, number three,
3: I'm talking about timely valuation, how to know that you are valuing that thing in time. Stop saying the good old days. It is foolish. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 from verse 10 to 11, stop saying the good old days. Stop saying things were better you know that attitude, the good old days, this is what people do. I mean, every day they refer to yesterday was better, yesterday was better. Now they are, today is here. By the time tomorrow comes, they will say yesterday was better because today has converted to tomorrow. When will today be a blessing to you? Meanwhile, Psalm 118 verse 24, the Lord says, This is the day that the Lord has made. We let us rejoice and be glad in
4: it. Yeah.
3: I mean, I don't know this. Some of you, you one day said, oh, it was very good. You see some old pictures. Wow, those days. Calvin, do you remember? But you are not enjoying the people today. Do you remember when when that dancing stars? Value that thing in a timely fashion. Because time doesn't belong to you. Time expires. Yes. Time is not something you can put in the refrigerator and keep it from expiring. Time can never. Time expires anyway, no matter. So use it. Let today count. Let it count while you have Stop grumbling and complaining and arguing all the time and becoming emotional about everything. Enjoy what God has given you. Value it. Value it. Do your best with the time God has given and do it now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Procrastination is a bad, evil spirit. Whatever your hand finds, to do it to the best of your ability now. There's no time better than now. My preaching, my best preaching now. Oh, yeah. My best preaching now. I was knocking, so I came this morning just to preach to you. My best time now. It's not every time that I can travel five hours, drive five hours, and I want to come and preach. Now I can do it. Let me do it. And then I'll go back. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. I can do it. Let me do it. I can visit you. Let me visit you. I can build another brand. You will see the young people. I want to invite 20 years and above. I want to invite them for a, I want to just have fun and invite them for a dinner and video. And I want to take the teenagers, this Christmas after Christmas, by the grace of God. Yeah. Then I'll take the ladies. Then I'll take the gentlemen. Yes. Yes. Clap for Jesus.
4: Wow. Oh.
3: Yeah. Listen. The Bible says in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, I'm not going to wait till next year and say, ah, it was really good. You see, the way you saying, hey, pre-COVID, when COVID came, you said, hey, it was good when we we're in here, eh? COVID has come, has come to take it, this. Listen, say thou not, don't say, what is the cause of the former days which were better than these days? For thou, give me another version. Give me new living or message. It says that, don't
4: long for the good old days. This is not wise. In other words, it's foolish. To always, oh, if only I knew, if only I knew, it's gone. Now, next, give me another version. Uh Uh-huh. Say, message.
3: Message. Do not say why were the old days better than these days? For it is not wise or because of wisdom, what you ask. uh, For it is not wise or
4: for it is not wise or because of wisdom, that you ask this. Okay, do you know what it means? It is not wise, and you are not asking
3: because you want wisdom. It's not, it doesn't bring any wisdom. It's not a good thing to ask. Make, don't say the good days were better. Enjoy the day
4: that you have, so that you have no regret.
3: Don't have a regret that it would have been nice if I had done better at school. Don't say to him. I could have been a lawyer, but because of a few, because of some boyfriend who impregnated me. God forbid. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Look, these frugality principles, eh? is very important.
2: It's helping me.
3: Let me tell you, some of us will get to heaven one day. Or maybe we'll get to eternity. Whether it's heaven or hell, I can't tell. And then don't wait till you look back and say, wow. So this salvation thing was true. Eh? This born again thing was true. Eh? Do it now. One time, time evaluation. One time I was arguing myself, you know, as you go to school and you become intellectual, you start arguing, what is Jesus? What is this serpent? How can a serpent talk? How can this? You are speaking like a serpent talk. Demonic talk. And then the spirit entered into me and I said, I will not leave this earth only to go to the other side and realize that everything was true, and I'm burning hellfire when other people are enjoying in heaven. And I told myself, I will take the bet on Jesus Christ. Yes. I will accept Him as my personal Savior. Yes. Even if I go and there is no heaven, life in Christ is far better than the other type of life. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Why? She- in other words. Even if I was not promised heaven, I would rather live this life in Christ. This life of righteousness. This beautiful life. I don't want to regret on that. Many of you need to make that decision. It's not about church.
4: It's about eternity. About eternity.
3: Let me just endeavor to ask one, add one more principle before we go home. You want to hear that?
4: Please. Yes, yes, yes.
3: You want to, The principle of gathering the crumbs. So what's the first principle of frugality the principle of valuation what's the second principle the principle of what timely valuation then the third principle is the principle of gathering the crumbs the bread crumbs yeah john chapter six let's read from verse number four and i'm going to read john chapter six this is jesus christ story remember chapter 6, and from verse 4. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews was near. Keep going. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company or multitude coming unto him. And he said to Philip, when shall we buy bread so that these may eat? 5,000 people. And this is he. This he said to prove them or to test them. For he himself knew what he was about to do. Now watch this. Keep going. Philip answered, Oh, even 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient to feed them. That everyone should even take a little bit. Keep going. One of the disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, said unto him, There is a lad here who has five barley loaves and two fishes. But what is this? It's useless. What is this among so many people? But Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there were much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000, verse 11. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples, and the disciples to them which were sitting down, and likewise the fishes as much as they were. When they were all filled, he said to the disciples, listen to this, eh? gather up the fragments so that nothing is wasted or lost. Therefore, they gathered together the fragments and filled 12 baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves, which remained over and above unto and them that had eaten." Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Somebody goes to a restaurant and is able to pay for 5,000 people. That person must be rich. And yet, when he finishes, he said, don't waste the rest. He said, gather the fragments, and 12 basketfuls Look, this is frugality. Most people that are poor, they are wasteful. The things that make rich people rich is not the big things. It's the little things that they pay attention to. The small change. The cramps. The things that you despise. The little things. Look at the Andrew's attitude. He said, oh, I mean is two loaves and two two fishes and five loaves what is it to 5000 people but jesus said no it's okay let them sit down let's break them and then give thanks and appreciate it i'm talking about counting the crumbs gathering the crumbs yeah some of us little things they give you have a job there's a second business you can do to add a little to your income he said no it's too small jesus he counted the crumbs. 5,000 people, he's rich enough to take them. Yet he said, Give me the change. He said, Give me the change.
4: That, give me the change. Those of us who despise
3: small things, it is advice to us. Yeah. Look, you have to sometimes calculate. Some of us, we've just, we have this, and then we'll buy new boots without this they add up you said oh it's just tennis shoes but that's why you don't have a nice car because the tennis shoes although they don't cost much you've accumulated 100 i know somebody who had 100 tennis shoes by the time he came into this, this church Again. by the time she came and she's looking at me hey. but i won't look at her hey. and one day i called her sister come here foolish girl hey. foolish girl you're asking me who is that girl who is that? Who is that? i won't tell you because I was not looking at you. Anyway, <laughs> I told the girl. I won't tell her that it's here. No, I won't tell her.
4: I told the girl. Look, why all these shoes? Why? Do I just like and What else do you like? Just like eating restaurants.
3: What else do you like? I like cars. Do you know what I did? And I asked, do you have a house? I said, no. And listen, you and I, we're going to buy a house in two years. We'll buy no more tennis shoes, no more cars. And I told her, we're going to sell. You have five cars you sell three of the cars. Sell three of the cars. Little things. And you're going to cook from today. No more, no more restaurant food. We did. And no more tennis shoes. Within two years, that girl had a house. Clap for the Lord Jesus. You don't realize that you are eating the house into the shoes some of you have eaten houses into your stomachs i'm telling you yeah it's the truth you're wearing a house some of you the, the way you expense with which you do your hair if only you cut your hair or you even wore a wig you'll buy a house clap for the lord jesus Listen, most people, most people that don't pay tithes, it's because they don't value the little. Value the little. The Bible says, I think it's in um, 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 Job chapter eight verse seven. Correct? Try that. Job chapter eight verse seven. Though that beginning was small, yet thy latter end should greatly increase. People don't like small beginnings. Little things, they give you a little job. You say, hey, it's not, you, you want an executive job before you start work. But not David. David had these three stones and just a sling. He killed Goliath. These little things, eh, they matter a lot. It's true. Most people that don't pay tithes, their reasons are too small. They don't seem to value are little salary. So they say, I can't give you. My pay is too small. I can't pay tithes out of that. It's a sign that in their mind, they are not gathering the cramps. This is nothing. They are telling God, when I have a lot, then you can earn tithe from me. Yeah, For me, although I was not in school, I was not working. My father was giving me pocket money. Sometimes my friends were giving me tips. They were selling newspaper. I wouldn't, but they gave me tips. I would. It hides out of it. I tell you, I want to be like Jesus Christ because the Bible says, there's a scripture, I think, it's in Luke chapter 16 and verse, let's read from verse 10. Luke chapter 16. He said, if you are not faithful in little things, who will trust you with great things? He that is faithful in that which is least is faithful in much. I'm telling you. And he that is unjust in little is unjust in much. Keep going, verse eleven. If there if therefore you have not been faithful with unrighteous money with physical cash, who will commit to you true riches? Many times, you know, unrighteous mammon is cash. God says anybody he cannot trust you when it comes to your money, he cannot trust you with true riches. True riches means houses and things like that, real real estate. If God cannot, God gives you hundred dollars and he can't trust you to give ten dollars. You think he'll give you a million dollars. He can't trust you. And so most people who don't get to have a certain income is because when God gave them a little income, they were not faithful with it. Gathering the crumbs! But look at these students who, even in their student days, they still give tithes. And look at the older people who don't. There's a difference. There's a reason. Because your crumbs don't matter to you. Let's go to Matthew chapter 25 from verse 21. You remember that scripture? Where they were given the talents, they gave one five talents. Let me read that to you in closing. They gave five talents. You know, Matthew chapter 25 from verse 21. The Bible says that they gave five talents, two talents, and one talent. And the Lord came back. And the Lord said to the one who, with the five talents, had worked and gotten five more talents. He said, "Well done, that good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. Because of that, I will make you ruler over many things." Anybody who is not faithful with the crumbs, God will never make you over ruler over a great amount. I'm telling you, it's a principle. Yeah. You don't count your coins. You don't count the cities You don't count the dollars, you don't count the little ones. I can assure you, it's not going to happen. It's a spiritual principle. Gather the crumbs. But you see this one, he said, because of that, I'll give you, make you rule over many. But look at the one who had one talent. This is the attitude of people who don't count crumbs. One talent didn't mean anything. How do you think that? There's a reason why the Lord didn't give him five or two talents. This is an attitude. One talent, he said, Bring, go down, go down, go down. He said, go, 20 what? 24. He that had received one talent came and said, Lord, I knew that you are a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not strong Keep going. Then, and I was afraid and went and hid your talent, and here, take it. Keep going. The Lord answered and said, You wicked and lazy servant, many people. Who like who don't count the crumbs are wasteful. Are also lazy. Laziness is a cousin of wastefulness, and it's also a second cousin of poverty. Start counting the crumbs. Start appreciating yeah. the little job. Start yeah. appreciating the little counsel. Amen. Look, I appreciate. If I don't appreciate these little girls and boys, there will never be a church. Yeah. So I,
4: myself, I come here on come Unless I'm not there, I teach them. I want to take care of them myself. Yeah. Unless you're able to take care of babies, you'll never have an adult in your house. Montreal, wake up! Montreal, wake up! No, seriously. Everybody here must be a master of gathering crown. Frugality
3: is the way to the best God has planned for you. Ask yourself, what is it that is small in your life that you are not appreciating? Remember, the biggest man came from the smallest sperm. Hey, Clap what for the revelation. Lord Jesus. <laughs> biggest man, Goliath. That's small. It, even you can't see it. Most of the things that are making people poor, the things they can't see, begin to see, begin to value that child, begin to value that little lecture, that little assignment, that little smile, that, little, that one service, those little notes, that message, little by little by little, we get to become big. Jesus used that principle. He gathered the fragments, and there was a lot more. May you upgrade. May you become somebody who appreciates crumbs. May you ask for the change when you go. May you calculate. May you check whether the things are okay. May you not be flamboyantly, necessarily. It's just you throw away little things. Count the little advice, the little smile. Say thank you for the little things, and they'll become great. Put your hands together. Let's rise to our feet. Wow. I love this message on frugality. I love it. You know, next week, I'm going to talk to you, by the grace of God, about the principle of the lean cows and the fat cows.
4: Yeah. In Jesus' name.
3: Practical wisdom. All of you need to, you know, when I give you a little instruction, obey. like for example, I told you, next week, bring people along. None of you did it, zero. Who did? Who did? You did. God bless you. You also did. God bless you. God bless you. Clap for those who did it. And clap for those who will be doing it the coming week, in Jesus' name. Put your hand on your heart. You know something? I feel that you need to make a decision today in a timely fashion. decision to dedicate your life to jesus a timely decision a time sensitive decision because the principle that if you don't use it's going to go past put your hand on your heart and let's all confess almighty father i keep postponing
2: i keep postponing
3: but today i don't want to postpone
2: but today i don't want i am all yours i am all
3: yours take me as your own
2: take me as your own
3: I'm I am surrendered to you completely. Touch me, Touch me. use me, use fill me, me with, with your Holy Spirit, your
2: Holy Spirit. As, a
3: born again child.
2: as a born again child. Let me gather the fragments, Let me gather the fragments. even your word. Quite a little quiet time a day,
3: a little prayer every time, a little time. message. A little a service at a time a service at a time may i appreciate, may I appreciate and, become greater
2: and become greater as i appreciate
3: the little things
2: i will pay my tithe no matter how small, no matter how my, small
3: salary, my salary my income, my income so that you can trust me so that you, can trust you can entrust me, me, you can entrust with, me, greater me income. with greater I income appreciate i appreciate these principles i value you but lord I value I am valuing you in a timely fashion. I value, I value fashion. every little thing you've given me. In the, you give me. in the name Christ. of Jesus Christ. Amen.
0: Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time on Zoom at meeting ID. or in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.